Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of a Meat Recap. And uh, what an exciting weekend I had in New York City for the 114th running of the Milrose Games. And we're going to get to that recap for you here momentarily. I want to remind you that this uh, Track Guy Meat Recap is brought to you by the fine folks at Fitness Sports. Fitness Sports in Clive and Johnston and Coralville, formerly Heartland Souls in Johnston and Coralville, and now they are all three known as Fitness Sports. So stop in and see those fine folks. They can help you out with any of your running and walking and exercise needs uh, from any level, from youth to high schoolers, middle schoolers, those that are running um, uh, and seeking PRs each and every weekend to those that are just out trying to stay in shape, stop and see the fine folks at Fitness Sports in Clive, Johnston, and Coralville. And what a weekend it was in New York City. My first trip to the Big Apple and uh, a nor'easter was hitting the East Coast shortly after I got there on Thursday and flights were canceled for Sunday uh, by Thursday afternoon. Um, some parts of the state got up to 24 inches of snow. Uh, I stayed in Manhattan and uh, the armory where the Milrose Games are held is also in uh, it is Washington Heights, just north of Midtown Manhattan, and they received six to eight inches of snow. You know, and it, it was uh, by Iowa measurements, it's still a fair amount of snow, but the problem they have is there are so many people, so many cars parked along the streets, it's very, very hard to uh, get things cleaned off, as you might imagine. And, uh, but it was, it was fine. My flight got out fine on, on Sunday afternoon and, and all good. Uh, the Milrose Games, like I said, my first time to New York, obviously my first time to the Milrose Games, uh, the oldest and most prestigious indoor meet in the world, and it was everything that I dreamed of and then some. I can remember uh, as a youth watching the Milrose Games on Wide World of Sports, and I'm sure many of you can as well, and uh, running on the boards at Madison Square Garden. Well, this was the 10th year that it's been at the Armory, and the Armory is uh, a storied track and field venue, uh, now has a 200-meter banked uh, indoor track and just a gorgeous uh, facility uh, built in the, in the early 1900s. Um, it's just uh, a wonderful venue for this wonderful event. And one of the unique things is all of the meet officials wear tuxedos uh, at the meet. Even those that are raking the long jump pit are dressed in tuxedos. And uh, it, was, it was, like I said, everything I dreamt it would be uh, and then some. Some of the highlights of the Milrose Games for me, I guess every event uh, was a highlight. Uh, in the men's 60 meters, uh, Christian Coleman, uh, who, was, who is the reigning um, world uh, indoor 60 champion and the reigning 100 meter uh, dash champion uh, in the world championships is coming off of a two-year suspension. Um, did not test positive, uh, but did uh, not make himself available for drug testing. And, and uh, so that uh, in itself uh, sure makes it sound like you're trying to hide something. So that is uh, worthy of being held out of competition. But he came back um, with a vengeance, won the 60, uh, an outstanding field. Uh, Trayvon Bromel, uh, the fastest man in the world in 2021 in the 100 meters, uh, was in the field. He was second. Uh, Coleman ran 649, Bromel 650. Ronnie Baker, an Olympic finalist in the 100, was third. Noah Lyles, um, 
uh, Olympian and medalist in the 200, had the fastest time in the world in the 200 last year, running 1952, was also in the field. Omar McLeod, 2016 110-meter uh, high hurdle champion, was in that 60-meter dash field as well. So it was good to see Christian Coleman back. That was a, obviously a real highlight for me. Uh, in the women's 60, uh, Aaliyah Hobbs, who's the U.S. leader right now, uh, she has run 7-10 this year, ran 7-11 for the 60 to win the Milrose Games. But the highlight for me was Shanti Jackson. Uh, those of you that have been to the Drake Relays and follow track and field at all know Bershawn Jackson, the uh, world champion, and Olympian 400-meter hurdler uh, in his career. Well, this is his daughter, Shanti, and they hail from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, she's a high school junior, and she set a new high school record for 60 meters, running 718. Uh, the, the record was 719, and she had run 724 coming into the meet. So keep that name, Shanti Jackson. Uh, on your radar. It's somebody that uh, is going to be representing the United States uh, internationally very, very soon. Uh, the men's 800, Bryce Hopple, U.S. Olympian, uh, was the champion, a new world-leading mark of 146.05. Some of my favorite events, uh, the hurdles, uh, Brittany Anderson, Olympian from uh, Jamaica, was the winner, running 791. Uh, this was a field full of athletes that have uh, been mainstays at the at the Drake Relays. Devin Charlton uh, was the runner-up. Tonia Marshall was third. Kenny Harrison, the world record holder outdoors, was fourth. So it was an outstanding uh, event in that women's 60 hurdles. And the uh, Michael Bloom Men's Mile. They run two men's miles at Milrose. One is an invitational, which this one was. Then they close out uh, the activity on Saturday with the Wanamaker Mile. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Sean Strike, who was a Big Ten uh, medalist while at Minnesota, then an All-American at Lipscomb, won this event, 357.98. Uh, we had an Iowa connection in that Michael Bloom men's mile. Adam Fogg, the All-American from Drake, made the trip to uh, New York City to run the mile. And it was a field of 12, 13 counting the pace setter. And on this 200-meter track, it gets very tight, a lot of elbows, a lot of pushing and shoving. And right at the first 200-meter mark, Adam Fogg got caught up in the traffic and did a belly flop right at the 200-meter mark, got right up and finished the race. But rather than being a contender for the title, uh, he finished ninth running 4.07. So uh, Adam Fogg uh, made the trip. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind he was going to have an f a fantastic race, uh, but had some misfortune uh, early on in that uh, invitational men's mile. Uh, while we're on the mile, the men's Wanamaker mile, Ollie Hoare, uh, who was an uh, All-American, a national champion at Wisconsin, hails from Australia. Uh, he set a new meet record and a new world-leading mark running 350-83. Uh, it was a field of 13, 14 counting the pacer, and that pacer was Eric Sawinski. Eric lives in Iowa City. Uh, he was a world championship bronze medalist at 800. Still racing 800, but it's uh, becoming one of the world's, if not the world's best pace setter uh, for the 800 and the mile. And uh, uh, he took him through the, the 400, the 800 and the 1,000, uh, exactly what uh, they wanted him to do, and set, a, set the table up for Ollie Hoare to run a new world leading mark of 350.83. That's a, a fantastic time indoors 
fantastic time uh, anywhere uh, for that matter. But uh, Ollie Hoare, the winner. Eric Sawinski, the pace setter in that men's Wanamaker mile. Uh, on the women's side, uh, Ellie Perrier St. Pierre was the uh, women's Wanamaker mile champion, a new world leading time of 4.19.30. Uh, another highlight was the men's 3,000. It was an absolutely loaded field. Uh, Jordy Beamish, who was uh, from Northern Arizona, won that men's 3,000, a new uh, New Zealand national record of 739.50. Uh, Cooper Tier and Cole Hawker, who were national champions while at the University of Oregon, now running for Nike, uh, were second and third. Wesley Kipto, uh, the Iowa State All-American and the reigning NCAA Indoor 5K champion, was in that outstanding 3,000 field. Uh, Wesley uh, didn't race as well as what he had hoped to, ran 7.55 and finished 11th, but got some uh, much-needed outstanding experience uh, heading into the heart of the collegiate season, and he'll be one of the favorites again um, at the NCAA Indoor Meet, which will be in Birmingham, Alabama uh, in March. Uh, one event uh, that didn't go as planned uh, was kind of a, an embarrassing event, I, I would guess, for uh, Milrose and for USATF, and that was the men's shot put. Uh, the great Ryan Krauser, a uh, Drake Relay's favorite, um, was expected to be the winner. Uh, we think he was the winner, but the, the results were thrown out somewhere in the warm-up process. One of the athletes or an official, somebody bumped the laser measuring device and every measurement in the shot put competition was wrong. Um, uh, early on, initially, they had Krauser for uh, a, a throw over 23 meters, a throw over uh, his world record uh, outdoors even. It would have been the best uh, throw in the shot put ever. Uh, they had it... Uh, well over 23 meters. Well, Ryan even admitted afterwards that uh, he knew that was not right. Um, and uh, when they found out that the laser was indeed off, all of the marks in that shot put uh, were thrown out. So um, what we thought going in was going to be just an absolutely world-class event <laughs> ended up being one that uh, is in the, in the record books and the annals for uh, uh, different reasons than what everyone had hoped for. In the women's pole vault, uh, Drake Relay's favorite, Sandy Morris uh, was the winner. New world leading mark in the women's pole vault. She jumped 4 meters 75, 15, 7. Uh, so Sandy Morris back on track uh, in the pole vault. Katie Najat, the Olympic uh, champion, uh, was third, jumping 4.35. Uh, Emily Grove um, had an outstanding career at South Dakota and also has a couple of uh, Drake Relays collegiate titles uh, on her resume, was the runner-up, uh, jumping 4.45. So that's a little bit of a wrap-up on the, the events that I called and the events that I enjoyed so much at the Milrose Games and what a fantastic historic event it was uh, for a small-town Iowa boy to make it to the Big Apple to do something he loves. It's uh, uh, very, very special to me. And I've been invited back for next year and can't wait to get back. So uh, with that, that wraps up uh, uh, the Milrose Games for 2022. Uh, next on my schedule, I'll be heading to Spokane, Washington. Uh, Spokane, the city of Spokane, uh, built a brand new indoor facility, and it's called the Podium. Uh, that's where the U.S. Indoor Championships will be held later on. 
uh, in February. So before I go back for the U.S. Indoor Championships, I've been invited, invited out to uh, the podium to announce an invitational meet that will be hosted by Washington State uh, this coming weekend. So I'll be headed to Spokane, and uh, so our next report will be what went on, what took place uh, at the podium in Spokane, Washington. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to Fitness Sports, those fine folks at their stores in Clive, Johnston, and Coralville for sponsoring this uh, track meet recap, if you will. And thank you all for your great support of uh, Track Guy and the Track Guy Foundation. Your support allows us to continue to do what we do, and that is support uh, Iowa kids and their involvement in our great sports of track and field and cross country. So long.